0: Turn over to uh, Exodus chapter number 32. It Say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm glad He chose me, Exodus 32. I'm glad He chose me on October the 18th, 2022. And I'm glad I, I serve a God who's alive, not dead, Amen. like all these other false gods around here. Be in verse 7. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go get thee down from thy people, which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way, which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed thereunto. And said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people and beheld it, and it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone, that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of thee a great nation. So the children of Israel are pretty much going against God and sinning against them and worshiping these false gods like right. that we were just talking about, worshiping these gods like Mohammed and Buddha and escaping God mad. And God's going to Moses telling them pretty much, Hey, I'm going to kill them. You don't have to worry about you, but I'm going to kill them because they're going against me. You know, It's kind of like when uh, God flooded the earth, when the whole earth was going against right. God. And verse 11 says, And Moses besought the Lord his God, and said, Lord, why doeth thy wrath wax high against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt? ...out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say for mischief? Did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self... ...and saidest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed... And they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. So Moses has pretty much come to God and saying, "Lord, have mercy on them, Lord. They don't know what they're doing." Kind of like when God was Jesus was on the cross and He was talking about the Romans, "Forgive them, God. They know not what they do." You know, they, God God wanted to get rid of them, but Moses was telling them, "Remember what you said to Abraham and Isaac and Israel. Remember you told them you'll multiply their their seed of the stars." What, what about what? What about what the Egyptians will think, God? What about what the Egyptians will think? Did you just lead them out of captivity to kill them? You know, I think Moses just pretty much told them, "Have mercy, God, on them." Right. If it wasn't for Moses doing that, stepping in between Israelites and God, and God, I think they would have been toast. They would have been over with. Aren't you glad we have a merciful God tonight? You know, I hear my heard my dad say it like this before. What if Moses and God had a had had a bad day on the same day? Israelites would have. I't know over with. Turn to uh, First John chapter number two. <laughs> Verse number one says, <clears throat> "My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Aren't you glad tonight, Church, that we have an advocate with that's the Father? Right, yeah. we, we have an advocate, and his name is Jesus Christ. That's you know, right. I believe kind of like when Moses went to God and told him to have mercy on him. On. I believe Jesus Christ went to his father and said, Lord, have mercy on them. They don't know what they do. Right. Have mercy on them. I'll I'll take I'll take the persecution, I'll take the death, I'll yeah, take I'll <laughs> take the sins of the world on me, and I'll take it so that they can come and have a relationship with you again. You know, I want to thank God that he did that, you know. That's right. He chose to have, take that gruesome death. He chose to step in the way. You know, like that song, Miss, I think it's Miss Brandy sings, that was before Jesus stepped in. Right. If it wasn't before Jesus stepping in, we would be, we'd be over. It would be over with for all of us. Go right. to Romans chapter number five, right. verse number eight. But God commended his love towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from, from wrath through Him. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ chose to step in the way and take the heat. Christ t- chose to step in and tell God, you know what, don't worry. You don't have to put your wrath upon Him, Father. I'll go down there and take the atonement. I'll go down there and die for Him. I'll go down there and take all their sins so that they won't have to worry about dying and go to hell. No, I didn't... I think we ought to be worshiping, we, we ought to be shouting and praising That's the roof right. off in this place because yeah. he chose to come down and die for us. He chose to come down and take the sins off of us onto him. He chose yeah. to feel the whole sins of the world says, right. the whole sins of the world. And it says, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. We were enemies of God before Jesus came and died for us. You know, like I was saying, it says he saved us from his wrath. We were enemies. You know, God, if it wasn't for Jesus, we'd still be enemies to God today. And it says, not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. You know, God, Jesus told to come down here and reconcile our relationship with God. You know, back in the Garden of Eden, when they ate of the forbidden fruit, that destroyed our relationship with God. Yeah. But Jesus said, Father, have mercy on him, like Moses said. He stepped in between God and, and the Israelites. He, he stepped in between God and our sins and us and said, Father, have mercy on him. I'll go down there and die for him. And, uh, I think it's Titus chapter number 2. I wrote this down. This is Jesus chose to step in and take the heat. He chose to step in and take the beating. You know, kinda of like when you have an older sibling and the little sibling does bad. You know, the older sibling doesn't want the sibling to get, get in trouble, so the the, the want the younger sibling to get in trouble, so the older sibling takes in, and steps in and takes the beating. and that's what Christ did for us. He chose to step in and and pretty much take the heat of our sins. That's right. I <laughs> use Chapter number, chapter number two, verse fourteen says, "Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar, peculiar people zealous of good works." You know, and this in the day we live, church. I think lots of churches today have forgotten what God, Jesus, has came and done for us. You know. By their works, you know, like Brother Wayne Sexton was preaching. We blame the way America's going on, how the Democrats and Republicans and everything else that's going on. But we ought to blame it on how Christians are acting, how we're not letting God's light shine, how we're not spreading the word how we ought to be. You know, it says, it says, purifying to himself a peculiar people. We're supposed to be set aside from this world. We're supposed to live differently from this world. We're not supposed to go out and party and drinking and, sw- and smoking and doing all that ungodly stuff. We're supposed to be a city set on a hill letting our light shine for God and pointing people towards Jesus. That's what we're supposed to do. You know, it says, be zealous of good works. You know, we're not supposed to, like Brother Tracy says, not supposed to be sitting here like a lump on a pickle. We're supposed to be out there doing something for God. We're supposed to be out, out there spreading His gospel. You know, church, I, I, I just... God's told me to, t- to remind you tonight what Jesus has came and died for us for. He came to reconcile that relationship with us and God, like Moses did. Like Moses did for the Israelites. He stepped in and told God, to have mercy on them. That's all God. Amen. Good job, man.